Okay, everybody's got a fucking podcast. I mean, we have a podcast, so obviously anyone can do it. Wait, this is a podcast? Are you recording right now? Technical difficulties. No, you don't say anything. I'm going to edit it out. Technical difficulties. <laughs> okay. I put mayonnaise on a pickle. It was not uh, the best, but it might have been the worst. Do I see? I mean, my feet stink, right? Yeah. Hey, this is Content Crisis. I'm Tyler. And I'm Jason. And uh, this is Halloween 3. And I am so eager to get your opinions on this one. See, I, I had a whole like kind of spiel kind of planned in the beginning. Um, there was like a, it's either 2006 or 2011 movie called Season of the Witch starring Nicolas Cage. Oh, no. And I was going to cold open with that and be like, so let's talk about Nicolas Cage and Season of the Witch. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, it's that Vietnam flashback to the time I watched the wrong Bond movie. Uh-huh. Uh, but we're we're going to move on through that. We're just going to get right. Okay. All right. Um, so I do, I do want to start with your likes and dislikes before we get to anything, just because I am eager to hear like what you thought of this movie. I, I really enjoy a lot of the concepts involved with this movie, right? So um, just just with kind of what they were going for, right? We were going to go for like this kind of anthology, you know, it's just like these various stories um, that are all kind of self-contained rather than it all being the continuation. That was kind of the general thought, right, once mm-hmm. we got to Season of the Witch. Um, so I like that core concept. Like that's a cool thing to do. Um, and then I just really liked uh, like people being replaced by robots and, you know, whatever the mechanical yeah. thing. Like, like the sheer concept of that is the neatest thing ever. Um, and I like the concept of uh, primarily focused on killing children. I like that being <laughs> our, our evil plot, right? Yeah. So it's like just all of those concepts were really good. The execution of all of these concepts and Not kind so of good. just these really dull-ass characters and a very inconsequential narrative around all of these concepts. Yeah. Really fucked this up for me. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I really was like, okay, like I see, I see the plan. It's all coming together. Like logically, this should have been a pretty cool movie, right? Right. And it just wasn't. And I mostly blame it on Dan. <laughs> I fucking hate Dan. <laughs> I'm gonna go into a lot of rambles about him, but fuck that guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, as far as my likes, oh, sorry, I'm on my second page. Well, as far as my likes and dislikes, uh pretty much mirrors because i do love that concept that i mean that the whole idea when they did that first michael myers movie we're gonna do a halloween movie every year and then they wanted michael myers back so they do halloween too and then he kills michael myers in halloween too and he's like okay can't do any more michael myers he's dead i'm doing a new story now and then they get to four and they're like yeah three kind of bombed and um we really want michael myers back this isn't just this just isn't gonna work without michael and uh you know I, I, I hate that that happened because like, or at least if, you know, you were going to move on to number four and you're going to bring Michael back, why not tie this in in some way? Because, you know, both uh, Halloween two and this kind of bring up that Sam Hain cult deal. Yeah. And so why not tie that in and be like, oh, well, at the end of three, you know, that, you know, maybe Ellie survived or something. You know, she was like, I'm going to resurrect Michael Myers because she's had like a whole. She's gone the other way when yeah. she was in captivity. I don't know. Like, there's, tie there's it in. logical ways to put this together is the problem, right? right? Like, we we could make this better. We, the people, yeah. could could make this make sense. We, but. the people, can make Halloween 4. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, again, I love the concept. I think it would have been awesome. Um, 
as much as I like just the Halloween series and the whole Michael Myers continuing saga as like a fun thing. It's not, they're not fantastic movies after number one. Yeah. You know, um, I really don't like that. She calls him Papa the whole movie yep. when referring to her father. Um, so that sucks. And, uh, the pacing again, like, as you said, like we're pretty much mirrored in this and, uh, just like, why were they going to kill her dad in the first place? Cause I mean, what went wrong during that transaction? Did he come to them with some suspicion? We don't really go into that. It's just yeah. like, hey, we I'm here to, to pick up some mess. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, so they, they talked about it's like what happened to, uh, uh, was it Bridget uh, or whatever? Uh, or uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What the fuck yeah. her name is. Lady who was in the uh, I motel think it was with Bridget, them. Yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, it's like, what happened? Misfire. Right, so I have to imagine like he goes to pick up his delivery, and like one of the guys just looks at it and has his face fucking melted. Yeah, and then one of the the, the robot dudes is just like misfire, and then they all look at Papa yeah, he's standing in the background. <laughs> and he's just what? Like, uh, I didn't see anything. I'm going to go now. Right. So, <laughs> uh, if we can go, to- oh, and also, so we kind of talked about this last year briefly in our halloween timelines pod or it was called halloween season overview it's number 76 so if you want to kind of uh know about the halloween different timelines and everything number 76 johnson crisis was last year check it out maybe maybe not whatever uh but having watched it last year i really wanted to go into it uh which takes us to rotten tomatoes and i think you looked at the screen so i did and i ruined the whole damn thing but uh funny that so 50 percent from the official critics yeah which, which is like, shocking to me i mean i'm surprised it was that high yeah. honestly yeah um the audience score 28 percent. no surprise there yeah that feels right that feels very right um uh so i do i do like some of the reviews here um we have uh this movie is a dirty trick on all halloween fans uh absolutely see rare in in these uh, Rotten Tomatoes reviews, is there so many bad? Like, they usually try to throw a bunch of good, and they'll sprinkle, like, one or two in. There's a lot of bad <laughs> on this front page. Justifiably so. Yeah. Absolutely atrocious. I admire the fact that they did try to propel the story in a different direction, but the story uh, they chose was insanely boring. Uh, this is one of the identikit movies assembled out of familiar parts from other better movies. Honestly. <laughs> Lee Wallace's directorial debut has some effective atmosphere, solid cast led by the great Tom Atkins, and a fantastic final scene, but it's also overlong and too slow at times. Nailed it. Uh, The good ones. Mr. Wallace clearly has a fondness for the cliches he is parodying and does it with style. Uh, It has taken 40 years for Halloween 3 to gain the cult status it rightfully deserves. Next time that Silver Shamrock commercial plays, always remember kids, take those masks off. Uh, four and a half out of five from that guy. Fuck. Uh, uh, cannot match the first Halloween, but Halloween three season, of the witch is a still a solid piece of horror filmmaking. See, all right. I don't agree with that. I do think it's fun. Like the whole, cause it does have like a cult following. Yeah. And so I think that's kind of fun. You know that you, I would like to imagine these, what kind of ruins it for me is I would like to imagine these, this in the same universe as, like the first Halloween and the second Halloween, mm-hmm. right? You know, in this kind of era. Well, and it's loosely connected because we saw a commercial for it on the TV. Well, right. right. And so, like, if, you know, but if they were in the same universe, then you're not going to have the fucking movie of the first one, right? Yeah. Like, that will have just been an event that happened in 
Illinois yeah. while you're sitting here in California going, oh, that was uh, maybe, I don't know. It, it was just like, I think, a cheap way to get the cameo in the reference oh, in, right? Absolutely. You know what I mean? They're just like, hey, like, we shot the whole movie, but we don't have, like, a tie-in to the rest of this. Do we want to throw something in? Ah, just throw a commercial in. It'll be fine. Right. I just, I don't know. I hated the... I don't know, the whole pacing thing. If you watch the first Halloween, it is kind of that, like, slow. Slow burn, yeah. Yeah, and a lot of walking around, a lot. Of, but there's always this impending threat of Michael Myers. Yeah, you get several of those, like, looming him in the background shots, or, like, we focus in on him, or we catch him out of the corner of the eye, and then he's suddenly gone. Right. Like, it sets that tone very clearly for us, that there is impending something coming for you. That's how you build tension. Right. Right? And, like, they... It's like he just shot it the same style with this one, but there was no impending threat. Unless, I mean, the only parallel you could really draw is like, oh, well, I mean, Silver Shamrock commercial was on the whole time, yeah. you know, like and in I every mean, like, corner. And you're like, well, that that is like how you carry a concept through, right? You get something that's unassuming. It comes up and then it ends up being relevant later on. Um, and then you can try and, you know, when you go back and watch through it again, try and make it make sense. Right. Um, but yeah, it's like really the, the only things that like, as far as like audio cues and kind of like that screen focusing on was on the commercials and, uh, and the, the scenes where we saw the mask early on. Mm-hmm. Right. But like, that was, that was the only like tension building thing. And we didn't have any reason to know why that would have been tension building to begin right. with for a so long like, time. It, yeah. So like, it just, it falls so much because of that. And like I said, it's in that same style. But because we don't have that clear impending doom coming, mm-hmm. you know, why do we care? Right. Yeah. So if we move to our bad section here, um, my bad trailer, I had a couple ideas. Uh, the first two just felt lazy, but I thought of them in the moment. And I have a third one that I put a little more thought into. Um, just Tibetan monk reenactment, you know, with the guy in the car. Yeah. Uh, slash also casino reenactment because there's that one scene in casino. He gets blown out of the car. So. There's that. Again, lazy, I know. I just <laughs> thought of them immediately. Um, uh, but for the trailer, I thought you could kind of shoot this as, like, you know, a new couple in town has trouble fitting in, you know, and so you, you use a lot of the footage of them driving around and everybody kind of peeking Staring, out the window and yeah. shit. You know, I feel like a fish in a bowl or whatever. So I thought that would be pretty funny. And then they're, you know, meeting the new wacky neighbors you know the people in the rv and the person that almost hits them and everything i see it so uh yeah that's what i thought for that sure uh so this is the start of my hating dan so i want to frame this as dan just being an absolute piece of shit destroying his family right that's that's what i wanted out of this i wanted the shots of him drinking Uh i wanted the shots of him hooking up with ellie and they're all like right next to the scenes of him calling his wife and like showing up at his house talking to his kids and it you know we ignore the fact that it's his ex-wife and just try to frame it as like dan being just a dog shit person to his wife his kids and then he's on the phone like no i'm not drunk yes like that's that's exactly what i'm looking for i just i want him to look like the biggest shit bag possible yeah. and it can be done i mean he's a shit bag yeah he's definitely a shit bag fucking hate dan uh, <laughs> uh so bad summary uh i wanted to focus on just like the ridiculousness of the of the villain sure. here so i just said guy figured out robots and he wants to sacrifice children it was just like like why like yeah. why are those two Related, you figured out robots. Like, we're not even going to spend any time on, like, you know, hey, like, it's 82. 
you know, robots aren't really a thing. Yeah. You know, we're just going straight to, well, there's robots. I don't know. That's kind of just like a year later. Yeah. You know, because I said something about that in the fuck, in the timeline one where I was like, he just like figured out robots, apparently. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, this is it's like Skynet, right? You know, it's like they just they maybe there was a time traveling thing that was planned on like the next one. Uh, you know, where they drop in some, some robot blueprints, and that's where he picked this stuff up at. Sure. Or, uh, you know, if we uh, take the Stonehenge uh, rock being as the monolith from 2001 A Space Odyssey, uh, potentially that filled his mind with the infinite knowledge to be able to create said robots in uh, their a autonomy. Form. Yeah. You know, it's the Stonehenge rock. It's yeah. not the monolith. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, for bad casting. No, oh, you yeah, didn't do yeah, a summary. Yeah. I'm sorry. So, so it's a bad summary. So I had two of these. So first one was a brief study on the effects of TV and sensationalism on children. Right? <laughs> so it's the commercials and the mass and, you know, just, just pumping their brains full of garbage. And it's so bad. <laughs> Bugs and snakes start coming out. That's really what it was. This was just like a, uh, like a warning to, you know, don't let your kids watch as much TV. Yeah. Um, and then the other one was shitbag doctor takes dead patient's daughter on a dangerous weekend getaway. Yeah, that that about sums it up. And then the last one was Fuck Dan. Fuck Dan. <laughs> hey, how would you summarize this movie? Fuck, Fuck Dan. Dan. <laughs> I would watch a movie. If that was all I could get out of somebody, it was like, oh, what was that movie? Yeah, like? I'll watch you're like, it. Fuck yeah. this dude. And you're like, all right. All right. You, can I borrow it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so casting, I'm sticking with my, you know, just look at movies from the same year. Rocky Three was in 82. So I like Stallone as Dan. You know, and he's still talking like Rocky and everything. Yeah. Oh, hey, uh, yo. <laughs> hey, Ellie, you, you, your dad died. I'm, really, I'm really sorry about that. Yeah. You know, I, and, uh, and that works out so well because uh, just I, I just pictured the phone calls of him trying to, like, not go off on his ex-wife with her just bitching at him no, constantly. No, I'm not drunk. <laughs> not. Oh, shit. The people in the world. No, I'm not drunk. I'm not. No, listen, like, he would not be able to, to sell himself. Listen. Hey, listen to me! Hey! <laughs> he would not be able to sell it at all. He would just always sound rough. That's good. My favorite's like the Rocky Two Rocky, where he's like, he's like, Hey, Adrian, I don't know if you, uh, you wouldn't mind marrying me too much. Yeah. It's like, that's how, uh, I just, I love, we're going to go through Rocky. It's fine. <laughs> I love this. It's just, because each one gets more and more ridiculous, and he never learns how to box, really, until, or like, four. You're, or enunciate. <laughs> and he's just like, hey, you should maybe stop getting hit. And he's like, he's like, okay. <laughs> he just always gets hit right in the face. We're not doing Rocky. Okay. So, uh, if. Yeah, Stallone was Dan. Uh, I, Fast Times at Ridgemont High was the same year. I want to throw Sean Penn in as Cochran. Okay. And then uh, E.T. was that year. So let's just be fucking weird and make E.T. Uh, Ellie. <laughs> no! He's in we bed. still keep the sexy yeah, and yeah. everything. He's and in just... bed. <laughs> you know, he's like, who cares? <laughs> he's burying his face in E.T.'s chest. <laughs> oh my god that would actually be incredible that would be incredible uh, so for some reason i really wanted chuck norris to be dan i think it was just the mustache and kind of that general sure. look but i just wanted like an overly dramatic chuck norris's dan yeah. and i thought that would fit in pretty well um but then what i also wanted is was if we actually take michael myers and make him dan 
and it's just shrugs and sighs, no actual verbal communication, but it's still the entire plot, and everyone treats it as normal. Just but he's still got apathetic. the jumpsuit and the, the, the mask on and everything. Just a very apathetic Michael Myers. Just uh, Yeah. Like, you know, and he's in bed with her, and like, what was that? And he just like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, what was that? <laughs> <laughs> And you can do so much with that because I'm thinking like a sex scene or something where the mask is on backwards yeah. or something. <laughs> and she's just going in on. Oh, shit. Oh, man. That's good. Oh, that is good. And then also, uh, I thought it'd be fun if we put uh, Sean Connery in his Cochrane. Well, <laughs> Why duh. not? Duh. My name is Connell, and he's like spends too much time on the cock in that. He's like, my name is Connell Cochrane. Okay, nice to meet you, Connell Cochran. Cochran. Okay. I got it, dude. I got it. Uh, all right. So, <laughs> what was your first, uh, you know, discussion point? First discussion point. This is not really a Halloween movie, just in in any way, shape, or form. It just it doesn't really have a lot of what kind of ties me to those things. And I know it's because we went. I mean, very... the concept of Halloween in general, not specifically like the Halloween movies, right? Right. Oh, yeah. Okay. So it's like you know, okay, we got we got we got masks. It just happens to be we're playing a commercial. Like we, the the Halloween concept really has nothing in this outside of like Cochran just saying like, oh yeah, like three thousand years ago there were these like you know rituals and stuff we did at Stonehenge and it was neat. So now we're just gonna kill a bunch of kids right now and he mentioned a lot of animals dying too yeah. i don't know if the plan was to also stick the masks on some dogs or something just to get the body count in there but i mean he should have had like dog halloween costumes if that was the case you yeah know? you know like what i mean missed really, opportunities really missing the market yeah really yeah. missing the market here and you know it's just <laughs> such a shame because like if he had waited until now where like it was just that much easier to like you know sensationalize something or make something go viral you'd kill way more kids you know people love dressing their dogs up now you know you you'd be a very successful sacrifice you know the wheat harvest is gonna be great this year mm -hmm. and it's just it's just ridiculous that's a very fair point uh and also the thing with um man i hate that when i was like i had a thing and then by the end of your thing i just forget it's like no i had it you know I'm sorry. No, it's not your fault. I just I had a thing to add on to that, and uh, man, I'm just not. It's it's gone. It's gone. It's sorry. gone. It's moving on. All right. Well, uh, my my main question, which we kind of, uh, you know, covered in the in the likes and dislikes, what the fuck happened during, <laughs> during that pickup? Yeah. <laughs> I uh, don't know, man. You know, so we'll skip by that one. Um, since we did kind of talk about it. But just the concept of, like, <laughs> I'm here to pick up my mess. Oh, my God! <laughs> like, there, there has... But, like, but he also knew that they were trying to kill everybody. Yeah. Right? So, at the same time, like, what, what, what was that transaction? Did he walk into something he wasn't supposed to? Yeah. But I like Or was he in, like, full stealth mode or something and was just, like... I'm here to pick up a package. Like maybe he was doing yeah. the same shit that Ellie and Dan were doing. Sure. You know, and they were. But how does he sleuthing. catch on? Yeah. Because the whole reason they catch on, misfire. Is because well, it had to have been a misfire. That, but the only reason they're there in the first place, you know, is 
oh, her dad's dead. And then the people came to kill him. So I want to know how the fuck he figured it out. Yeah. And, but I still love the idea of, like, <laughs> just, like, one dude's holding a chart running at him. And he sees the whole plan. And then the other dude's like, I'm going to kill you. And then it's like, oh, my God. I, I, and then he ran... My, like 200 miles back to fucking where yeah the like fuck there, there had are. to have been like just a staff meeting that day was just like you know because maybe uh cochran was like hey let's go do the tour or whatever and like and you know they get into that back warehouse part and that's where that team is like so we're gonna go through all the kids are gonna put the masks on we played the commercial uh and then their brains melt and a bunch of bugs fall out of them who wh- is, what's your name uh <laughs> are you new are you new <laughs> but he's still like fully into the mic. Hey, can we uh kill him? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Lots of lots of events that day. Um, I don't know. And the other the other talking point. Well, no, we kind of hit that one too, honestly. So why don't you just go? <laughs> so let's let's talk about uh the the Stonehenge Rock and you know they were they were talking about how it weighed like five pounds or something, right? So it's a big ass rock. Number one. I looked up and did some math and like five tons worth of like gravel, you know, goes in like those kind of big trucks, but it still doesn't look like a lot of rock. Yeah. So I'm really questioning how the fuck they did get that rock from Stonehenge all the way over here. Oh, yeah. And uh, I kind of like the uh, the small amount of like the, the magician never reveals his secrets where mm-hmm. he's like, oh, you'll never guess how we got it here. And he's like doing the, the tease because he's like, we also don't know how it got here. Please don't ask me that. Um, but I, uh, I like to think that some level of, of supernatural powers or maybe just the robots being really strong and they just like get a 20 yeah. army of just dudes carrying it around and nobody questions it somehow. I like the idea that maybe, uh, he, he really wants to say like, he's got this big piece of equipment that'll lift this big heavy thing. Yeah. And he like, he keeps going like, Oh, you never guess. And like, he's like, he's like waiting for somebody to ask. He's him. got a whiteboard. He's just ready to flip over with yeah. like how he did it. And then, you know, fucking Dan, he's just like, oh, oh, oh. Yeah. like, it's like, Oh, okay. It's like, are you sure? You sure you don't want to know? Just like, damn it. <laughs> I'll never get to tell anyone. It was the last guy. Years of prep work. Uh, I, I got out of straight edge and everything. <laughs> look how good this graph is. Look at it. Look at it. It's yeah, so- look at it. Yes, I've seen it, sir. It's very nice. Look at it! Uh, poor Cochran. 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 Yeah. Yes. Um, okay, do you have any sequel ideas? Because I, I think we're past, like, can we fix this movie? Sure. You know, like, all right, well, okay, let's discuss can we fix this movie. We can. All right, so here's what you do. You you have to set up something that's at least worthwhile to bait us in the beginning that gets us to the end, right? So I think we need to have something where it's like, okay, no, you go. You're going to lose it. I think we can still have this concept, but we need to introduce it way earlier. Right. right. So like we know we know at the beginning of Halloween that Michael Myers is a killer and he's in a mental asylum and then he's out and then we're like, Oh fuck. Right? Sure. But what we need to do is we need to have that test video as kind of the beginning of the movie. Yeah. You know, when they kill Billy and his like weird ass family, his weird mom and dad. Right. Which like we gotta get into them a little bit. <laughs> but um 
but like, let's have that. You know, they're sitting down. Oh, what, what's this guy? What's uh, you know, like, Dad, I gotta go to the bathroom. I wanna leave. You know, you have that whole scene, and then you know, that's the first thing in the movie, and his fucking head melts, and the bugs and the snakes come out, and you're like, what the fuck? Right. And then you see the masks later, and you're like. Oh fuck! The fuck! That's the fucking that's the head melt masks, right? Or the right. fucking the bug nest thing. No, that's that's and honestly go, perfect. That that and sets then us up. Cut some of our gaps, right? You know, but no, that's that's exactly what it does. It gives us that context in the beginning, but we don't know why it matters yet. We get the the hints and the clues. You know, we get the the right. commercial playing twenty four fucking seven. <laughs> you know, we get the the ominous cuts of the mask, uh, and and that. That really does do us a lot of wonder here, right? And 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 just saying this is what to look out for. Here's you know you figure in it out halfway through, right? Um, and then how do they handle that? Because yes. yeah, just it, that all being kind of shoved towards like that you know middle end ish of just being like, oh by the way, the mass will blow up your brain. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's garbage. Yeah. Um. Okay. My sequel idea is uh, you know, Doctor Chalice, right? He's got a. There's some, like, complicated shit that happens after, uh, you know, after all that happens, right? Sure. So His kids like, are definitely dead. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Go for it. So, the wife, the ex-wife, sorry, uh, you know, gets off the phone with him. Motherfucker, you know, and she's all pissed, right? And she's like, all right, well, you know, and, you know, it's like 8.59 and, you know, do, 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 you know, and she's like, you know what? Go to bed, kids. Go, it's it's time to go to bed. And they're like, oh, mom. You know, they're still wearing their masks. Yeah. Go to bed, right? But this mom's a like, hard ass, so she'd right. be She's very much laying down the wall. Yeah. Uh, and this is kind of like a like a cut scene, maybe, I guess. Beginning of maybe, – maybe it's how you begin Halloween. We'll call it three and a half. Sure. Right, because four is taken. Uh, <laughs> three and a half results of the witch. I don't know. I don't yeah. know what you call it. But so kids are fine, right? Ex-wife's fine. She stays up. She is like, what's this stupid thing? Puts it on. Dun, 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 dun. You know, her face melts, right? Love it. You know, dead mom. Chalice comes back. Love dead mom. He's got to take care. <laughs> He's got to take care. <laughs> He's got to take no care. No better of the way kids, to tell though. a story than with the dead mom. It just, it always works. Well, but yeah. So I that that concept of the flip, yeah. right? I'm like, oh, the kids, not the kid. And then it's like. Okay, everybody's fine. Wait, what are you doing? Yeah. You know. So anyway, uh, fucking, you know. So he's got to come back. He takes care of the kids. On top of that, um, you know, Ellie somehow survived the explosion and all that. Like she, maybe she got out. She was already working on a way out, and then you know the factory goes up. And, sure. Okay. So then, how it's covered on TV is Doctor Chalice was actually in on it with, uh, you know, Cochran. Right, because it's like, well, how did you know? Well, the, you know, did you? I think you were in on it with him. You blew up the factory, and you had remorse for you know everything. You didn't want all that to happen, so you ran off. You phoned somebody, you know. You phone, which, by the way, he phoned what the Grand Wizard of Television. Yeah, they have. Who the a, fuck is he on the phone with? They have a direct line. It had to have just been the 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 local broadcasting station, right? Sure. Because because uh, if if you remember when he was on the phone, he was like, you know, it's still on the third channel. There were only three channels, right? So there, it had to have oh, been sure. a local. Yeah, eighty two, right? Yeah, so it had to have been a, a a local broadcasting station that like maybe they have a line like that, you know, right. to where that was possible. I but. guess that is more plausible. Yeah. But just that they would of- <laughs> believe it, right? Like, what any drunk ass could call in oh, and just yeah. take TV off the air for the night. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
You mean if I'm motivated enough, I can I can call and I have enough I have enough commitment to yeah. the act that I could get a Chipotle commercial to <laughs> to turn off. I think so. The if, green peppers are gonna melt their eyes. If if you just believe, I think you could pull it off. You might still go to jail, but you might pull it <laughs> off once. Yeah. But could you even call that inducing public panic? Because I mean, you know, like you just induced a panic in one guy, mm-hmm. you know, who just pressed a button that was like, "Ah, oh, we're experiencing techno." He's like, "Yeah, no, that's no, that's crazy shit, man. You're yeah. you're really scaring me." Induced- I don't know. There's there's got to be some level of like because it's a public broadcasting sure. kind of thing. If you're trying to Ad spread revenues. misinformation, yeah. yeah, you know that that could be a thing. Yeah. So basically, he's made out to be. You know, an accomplice, like, basically, yeah. yeah. Um, who just just a just a remorseful accomplice who just at the end was like, no, yeah. Um, I regret everything. I regret everything. Yeah, Ellie, fucking, you know, Ellie comes back. You know, she's like, she's like that motherfucker. He was in on it the whole time. She believes the news. Mm-hmm. You know, she was in on. He was in on it the whole time. So Which then she honestly would kind of make sense. Way too convenient that they right. all got wrapped up, but. She believes in she she believes that she she starts going like, you know, almost Michael Myers style, but like she's not quite as you know, <sighs> right? You know, she's just doing her revenge arc, right? So she like she's she kills the kids, she kills all the girls he flirts with, she kills Charlie the bartender, you know. Which by the, yeah, we're not we won't get into the bar, but he's day drinking, he's right. drinking like first Naturally, thing in the morning, yeah. you know, and then he flips on a football game, and you're like the football game in '82, like there's no NFL Network, they're replaying football games anyway. So <laughs> she kills the kids, Charlie the bartender, all the girls he flirts with, and uh, finally gets to him, and he thinks he's gonna die, but then she just wants to bang. Oh no! Right? So then, <laughs> then they we bang. Just get some awkward hate fucking. Hold on. So they bang, and it's everything they both want it to be. But then, last second, basic instinct style, she fucking, ah, you know. Yeah. And that's how the mo- how this movie ends. See, all I was trying to take on that is as she's fucking him, um, she puts the mask on him and has, like, like the VHS <laughs> or something set to, to oh, play. Man. So he melts him as she's fucking him. If only there was, like, a, like a tablet at that time <laughs> that she could just, like... <laughs> Well, so it, th- that kind of leads me into my next point and how the fuck do the buttons work, right? So, like, is it is it an, an audio cue, which is kind of what I was thinking initially, because how I mean, the button's on the back of the fucking mask, right? right? So it's like it's not like it's picking up any kind of visual thing. So I have to think it's like an audio frequency, something being sent through. Right. And that's why it was able to work through the radio, presumably, right? Right. Um, so that's that's what I was picturing in my head. So it's like if if it's just like an audio thing, then yeah, maybe you know flap the radio on and you know he explodes while you're fucking him, kind of thing. Yeah. But it's like okay, we've got a little you know motherboard chip thing, and then we've got like we're just like putting dust from the rock in there, <laughs> and like somehow the whatever audio is playing through this recording that's right. being mad compressed through the broadcast is still going to trigger what is what? it what yeah the the portal to hell that opens up like a death beam and also snakes and bugs yeah i don't i don't understand it like it's a literally like a fucking face melting bug nest well it's inconsistent like, right so it's like with with uh bridget right uh it fucking you know 
melted her, her face. the front of her face, and then one bug. Yeah, a singular bug came out, and then with uh, you know the uh, the kid, little bud, uh, you know, hit that mask like melted around him, right? And then you know, I just, imagine his face is like melted within. Yeah, you could see a little you know? bit because like the, it. you know the whole thing kind of flattens, yeah, and then all the shit starts coming out, but. A swarm. Yeah. And multiple snakes. So, like, my head is like, okay, so is this, like, like a portal to hell or something? And, you know, it's just full of, like, you know, death beams and, and snakes and shit. Right. Like, because that would kind of make but sense. Then, but, like, wouldn't that have been a thing to give context to or tease absolutely. earlier on in this story? Because, like, like, to me, I can piece this together. I'm thinking it's an audio-related thing that's mm-hmm. in the thing that sets it off and it does something. But, like, with this dude's technology to explain not how the robots came about, to explain not how the little chip and the uh, uh, button works. Yeah. It's, like, it's just it was so wasteful of, like, what could have been cool and could have given us potential energy for that sequel, right? Right. Like, it just is so wasteful. Yeah, well, and the other inconsistencies, then it just zaps all the fucking scientists. Yeah. Like they they don't have any bugs or snakes or face meltings. They just they're just they're just faces get snapped zapped. Excuse me. Yeah. And and they, yeah, no one's melted. No one's like deformed or anything. It's just like ooh, a little bit of electrical interference. And it gets the fucking AI AI dudes over on the stairs. Yeah. But fucking Cochran, who's ten feet away, he doesn't fine. get zapped once. Yeah. And then he just gets fucking. I guess he ascends into what. <laughs> Like what? His face goes like it looks like plastic. I fully expect expected his head to like explode in that, right? Like his face yeah. like went white, like it looked like plaster, and I was expecting it to explode in a splash of bugs and snakes and shit, right? Yeah. That would have been lit. But instead Very. he just like apparates away. Yeah. And we I, don't know why. No. No clue. No, he's just been absorbed into the 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 monolith. <laughs> monolith yeah it's all of a sudden he's like you know baby dave's out there by (laughs) earth and then he's just right there and he's all fucking you know plastered up just looking at earth with baby dave yeah keep an eye out for 2002 with space odyssey coming out next year now it had to be like now it had to be like 2100 to space odyssey yeah yeah you're right i don't know anyway uh okay I, for a second, I just want to spend a second on the uh, the little monologue from Cochran, where he's talking about how uh, you know his way of life in the in the you know in, the, in where Ireland right yeah. and the 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 sacrifices and everything, right? And I just have like some alternate dialogue here, you know. So it's like it was part of our world, our craft, and then you know Dan's over there and he's like, witchcraft. And he's like, to us, uh, I'm sorry, just to be clear, when you said witchcraft, you meant witchcraft, as in like witches and such, or you meant like witchcraft, as in like maybe carpentry or welding or something like that. And he's like, witchcraft. He's like, ah, very good, very good. Carry on. Uh, So I'm still not sure. uh, So, okay. So to us, I'm still not sure you're getting it. We are talking about witchcraft, right? <laughs> like, it's just the overabundance of, like, I need to be clear on what we're talking about before we move forward, because I don't want to misunderstand. <laughs> and it's just, like, the frustration boiling with Cochrane. He's like, 
Witchcraft. Witch. Big pointy hat. <laughs> Broomstick. Cauldrons of green goo. Witchcraft. Do you get it? Witchcraft. Yes or no? <laughs> yes or no? <laughs> Witchcraft. My father was a mason, though. <laughs> So, you know, I mean, obviously, I just, I, 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 that's like half of this fucking podcast is me going, okay, well, what if, like, he was, like, really stupid and he just, yeah. But, like, that's a fucking bit, right? You just, like, interrupt and derail, like, the, like, the grand reveal with just, like, clarifying questions. Yeah. Because you always let them speak their whole thing and it has to magically make sense by the end of it. But, like, the guy who's like, no, I just, just to be clear, like, witchcraft or, like, witchcraft, you know, I just, I'm. Trying to make sure I'm following you. You know, you've gone through a lot of effort here. I don't want it to go to waste. Yeah. And it's just like the boiling. Just the repeated clip of him being like, oh, wait, you do get it, right? And like Dan, and just like the repeated clip of Dan going, witchcraft. <laughs> yes or no, sir? Anyway, what's that's, your next that's, thing? That's too good. Um, so I, I wanted to talk a little bit of just about the like the narrative structure in general, where it's like the the story we're telling uh, doesn't matter. Like the characters that are involved, like I've seen the thing, the end result yeah. is still the same. The commercial still plays. Everyone still dies. Right. So it's like, is that your takeaway? Like they did not get it off the air. Uh, yeah, I, I think okay. that third commercial stayed up. Um, and not to mention, and he just watched the kid in front of him die. Yeah. Oh, I was like, number one, like, spared no effort to turn that TV off and save that kid, right? Right. But, like, so, so uh, number two, again, my head is in the, this is local broadcast, right? Yeah. So every other station that's playing this commercial, because, again, you know, this is the greater California area at a minimum. Right. A huge, huge, huge state. Right. Yeah. So it's like a lot of other people are definitely dead. Yeah. So no matter what, like, you're not preventing a whole lot. So it's like a lot of, like, we're shown a very inconsequential story. And, like, sometimes it's really cool to see just a slice out of a thing where it's, like, it didn't matter what you did anyways. And you kind of find that out at the end, you know, where it's, like, oh, all this trial and struggle we went through and we're all going to die anyways. Um, how do you feel about stories that get, get kind of told in that way to where it's, like, the the story we actually watch doesn't matter and what the story's actually about in any way? How do I feel about that? Well... I just, like, at at the end of this one, you know, it's just, like, I, I very much felt like, well, so none of it mattered, right? Like, right. everyone who was going to die is probably going to die anyways because, you know, it got canceled on the two channels, right. and that kid immediately went to the only channel that was broadcasting it. And I have right. to imagine that's what everybody else is going to be doing. Everyone who's on the radio station is probably still going to be, you know, playing right. the thing. So it's like... Because it must be the frequency, right? So it's like yeah. all... Yeah, right. So it's like all we really got out of this was context on why a bunch of people in California are going to be dead. And, like, that's that's what this movie was about. Right. <laughs> like, it wasn't it wasn't stopping or, like, putting anything to rest. It wasn't, like, Maybe. a uncovering a greater plot that's going to come up later. It was just like a, you know... It was just a small viewport into somebody else trying to figure out a shitty situation and then the <laughs> shitty situation still happening. Yeah. Maybe that's the alternate uh, beginning, right? It's just like all across California today, uh, you know, millions of children dead, you know, and this, you, you see the, the carnage of like the, you know, the kids and the flattened masks and the bugs and the snakes. And then, then you go like, you know, one week earlier, you know, and it's, you know, her dad. 
Right. Yeah. And see, so, you know, that's that's potential like, energy for that related? that you know sequel prequel kind of thing where we just get context to shows maybe why any of it mattered or if there was stuff that happened in the background that you know after this movie ends that you know life goes on in some normal way or right. things get fixed. But but to your initial question, uh, those stories I feel like are very. Now again, that would be assuming that you know the indeed the channel did not yeah pull the recording and i have to right? that's that's just the way yeah. i'm i'm ending on of course yeah um because i uh, and, and again like that's i mean that's your uh interpretation to have right because yeah. i mean that's they leave it open to like oh what, what do you think you know uh or maybe they pulled it and it was like just like seconds too late and kids melted mm-hmm. but, which honestly would just be better from a attention <laughs> perspective yeah or like some of them have like a half melted face, you know, and like there's like just like a snake coming out of their eye socket. Oh no! <laughs> Honestly, that would be that would be so cool to do. Yeah. So, but okay, but so in, in terms of those stories, I mean, that's I feel like just kind of the the artistic expression of like, well, I mean, what is the point? I mean, you're all we're all fucked anyway. Yeah. Right. So that's kind of like the the message, right? If you you know if you want to go that route, is like. Uh, it doesn't matter what you do. It's all fucked anyway. Yeah. Life's life's just a big... You're going to die one day. Life's just a big shit salad. It doesn't matter what impact you make or, you know, how much money you make, what good things you do. You're just... You're fucked anyway. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, it's not a fun way to think, but, I mean, it's kind of like a... It's a realist way to think anyway. So, I mean, I don't mind a story that ends like that. Struggle right. for not kind of thing. Right. I get it. I mean, you know, whether anybody watches this or not, you know, we're still going to die one day. <laughs> Struggle or not. <laughs> Struggle or not. So, anyway. Uh, another sequel idea I thought would have also been uh, if maybe there was some sort of, like, off-site thing going on where maybe they, because of the whole Sam Hain cult thing and that's related to Halloween and maybe they don't show fucking Halloween like maybe John Carpenter doesn't show Halloween in his own fucking movie. Yeah, you know, granted somebody else directed it, but you know what I mean. Fucking cheese. Um. But, you know, maybe they were resurrecting Myers, right? And then that's that's the whole reason, you know, four even happens, right? Just the short point. Yeah. Anyway. Um. <laughs> also, the desperation call from the warehouse. Do you think? He uh, he still goes and tries to like call the TV stations and everything. If he if his wife is just like, all right, I'll throw him away. Uh, I don't know. I I, I do think he kind of gets like that small sense of duty. Uh, you know, at that point, he's the only guy who's burdened with that information and knows what's coming. So he, he probably still tries to, you know, warn somebody. Yeah. Um, and and have that impact. But I think the the initial you know desperation exclusively comes from the kids. And probably if his wife wasn't such a bitch and he was a better person, you know, maybe it'd be much clearer that he called the station first and not his wife and kids. Right. Um, but I did, I have this. It feeling. also would be kind of interesting if it was just he saves his kids and then everyone else dies, yeah, and just, then that's yeah. what like reconciles their marriage. Yeah. You know, like like I just have you this do feeling. care. I have this feeling that like if in that warehouse, if she just goes like, okay, he just goes, oh. Thank God. And that size is what alerts all the robots, and then they go over and kill him. And he's just like, whatever, and he dies, and then all the fucking kids die except his. Here's another question, though. All right. If those chips 
are just like you know on the masks, right? They're just in the trash can, you know, and the fucking commercial plays, and it's like, like do all the beams start like coming out of the trash can, and like you might have some, uh, you know, uh, 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 crossfire, you know, people caught yeah. in the crossfire well, think, anyway. Think, think about it from a distribution perspective, right? So it's like there's got they've got to be on freight trucks. Like, right. at this point, like, shipments are actively happening right now, you know? So it's like, there's got to be just, like, across California, just a lot of confusion and carnage with, like, just <laughs> random shit has exploded and filled with bugs. Yeah, is it, I guess that's the better question. Is it the beams, or does shit just start exploding? Like, does their trash can just combust in the kitchen all of a sudden? They're watching TV, you look over the kitchen... Boom! You're like, fuck! Yeah. But it's got to, like, explode with bugs, right? It's got to be the laser yeah. that comes out and, like, melts something, but then also it just spawns, like, a splash of bugs and just snakes and shit. a swarm of fucking cobras or, or what, what, uh, what was rattlesnake in the yeah. room, right? So, like, seemingly that dude's wife died of, uh, you know, uh, grief. Right, she, she just passed she, yeah, out. She passed out, right? but I'm sure but one of the snakes probably the ate her. Or and then something. he like gets bit on the pant leg. Yeah, and then he just goes like, oh, and falls over. Yeah, yeah, Pro- probably just stress or anything makes him like pass out, and then they oh, get yeah. ate by the bugs. But yeah, I, I thought that was just like the cheesiest reaction to, oh no, my son's face has been melted, and also there's bugs. Right. I mean, it is a like you think this movie's gonna be so much cooler when you. Like, talk about, like, a bad trailer for a movie. Bad first image for a movie. Like, yeah. if you look at the cover of this movie, you know, it's just, like, that fucking face up top, you know, and the Halloween 3's above it. Yeah. And you see, like, three kids trick-or-treating. And you're, like, seemingly no idea. Like, you're thinking, like, there's witches involved? Yeah. You know? It's like, no, it's witchcraft. Yeah. Witchcraft, Jason. I don't know. I'm masonry. He's a log worker. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know where I was going. I said something. Uh, I don't know. Anyway. You got any more uh, points? Uh, I have uh, just a little bit of stuff kind of around the end, right? So yeah. I, I really love Dan being on the phone with his ex-wife and telling her to shut the fuck up and turn the TV <laughs> off. Just just the, the, the conversation in general just feels so good because of Dan being so, like... A big bitch <laughs> yeah. to his wife, to his ex-wife, and just taking her being just you know full of venom, yeah. um, and then just being like, "Shut up, shut the fuck up, shut okay?" Up. Like, need your- <laughs> it felt so good just for him to be doing that in like these gasped whispers. And- yeah, he's like, he's like, he's like panicked too, so he's like, sounds like he's like crying. Like, yeah. shut, shut the fuck up, with that. Fuck up, with that. Turn the TV off. <laughs> oh, it was so good. Uh, the fucking magic circle, uh, after we threw all the buttons down that just gets put around all the TVs as, as another part of the magic stuff that just doesn't make sense when Cochran, you know, dissolves away. Um, I will say the, the one thing that was really successful in this is the reveal that Ellie was a bot in the car. Cause I wasn't, it just didn't really click to me that that was even a possibility. Um, but like literal like seconds before we had the very clear reveal that she was a robot, I was like, oh, fuck, she's yeah. a robot. She hasn't like, said a word since yes. he, he retrieved her. That's exactly what it was. I was like, yeah. she's she's been so quiet. Like, there's been no reaction. And it's like, it's so odd. And she has yeah. like that, you know, kind of. Because the rest of this movie, this bitch hasn't shut up. Right. 
But she has had, like, a handful of those scenes where it's, like, she kind of has that, like, kind of blank, just, yeah. like, stare. So I was, like, it didn't look abnormal compared to, like, the other robots that were just these, like, right, you know, fucking guys. Yeah. So, yeah, I awesome reveal. That was, like, the only, like, really good. I was, like, oh, shit, that got me. Yeah. That was that was really good. Um, and then, yeah, just the uh, the crashing the arm being ripped off, the phantom arm choking him and everything. I was, like, this is so good. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the last scene is good. I mean, the last, what, 10-ish minutes of the yeah, movie? Yeah, it's pretty bad. satisfying, yeah. yeah. I just, I wish we would have done a lot better to get ourselves get there. there, for yeah. sure. Again, cut a lot of gaps. Probably, you know, two less sexual encounters with Chalice and Ellie, right? I mean, whatever. Yeah. I also kind of would have enjoyed if uh, Cochran was on a little bit more of it, because they, you know, were like, oh, he's, you know, he loves jokes and gags and everything. So it's like no jokes, no gags. Right. You just look at and then that fucking uh oh Kumpf Kumpf or no, what was that dude's last name? Meinkampf. <laughs> no, uh, he had a weird last name. He was like Billy Kempfer. Kempfer. There we go. There we go. I knew there was a pff sound. <laughs> I just couldn't remember what it was. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Anyway, yeah, he's like, he's like, yeah, you should stare at that thing for hours, and they show you like this little toy with like Indians on it, and they're literally like going side to side. He's like, you used to look at that for hours. He's like, oh, I did some acid beforehand, so <laughs> right. really helped pass the time. But yeah, I, I thought that was kind of a wasted thing to where we could have made Cochran a lot more like kind of maniacal in the way he was going about yeah. this, rather than like the ritualistic kind of thing. I thought that would have made it uh kind of more fun. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, I don't know. I just, the, the whole ending sequence, I think would have been a little bit cooler if it was just like a ha ha, like jokes on you, bunch of kids, fucking faces, melting, teleporting bugs and shit. Like I'm, I'm such a jokester, but like, I, 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 I kind of think it almost like if we added in some of like the, I don't know. Like, no, not something quite like how, like, you know, uh, like, Freddy has, like, some of that, like, weird kind of twisted dark humor stuff that gets brought up in, in yeah. the uh, Nightmare on Elm Street movies. But, like, something kind of like that yeah. would have just made him a little bit more interesting yeah. and, uh, you know, kind of connect just some of the random bits of information we wasted screen time on. Yeah. But. So, I just got a couple live tweets that fit for this one. Just sure. the sort of live reaction type shit. Uh, so the power of stone, stone hinges, uh, head melting and a bug snake nest laser word, uh, is the narration voice on the commercial Tom Atkins fucking Dr. Chow. Like, does that not sound like him? I don't know. I yeah. Like, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. Like, oh, Hey, look, I'm on this commercial again. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wouldn't that be a great side plot though? He like he went into the studio to record that, and he's like, oh, well, I guess I give him royalties. I hate this fucking commercial, but you know it's money in the bank. Money in the bank. Um, did the kid on the bike flick his mom off? Yes, he one hundred percent did. It was because he because I kept like watching it, but like the, the hands not really like it wasn't like a wave. You can't really like see there, it. Yeah, it yeah. Was, he had to have been like, flipping them yeah, off. I just love that. It was like stay out of the street. Fuck you, mom. Yeah. Fuck you. Classic eighties kids. Yeah. Um. <laughs> if uh if a town had a curfew of six o'clock i think i would just call the police on that yeah uh <laughs> but not really because i mean you know the hobo is you know just still out and about and, right i mean yeah tom went out to buy a bottle of liquor somewhere like let's talk about the tom. hobo for just a second yeah, right yeah. 
So uh, the hobo is a hobo. He doesn't really have a home. He lives in, what was it, like a car or something or like a box? Yeah, I don't know. He's like in a junkyard. It yeah. Looks like. yeah. So uh, number one, in a town where you know everything is fucking weird and like they brought in all these outside people and now you're basically the outsider, do you really think it's good to start giving all of this context and bitching to a random stranger you just met? Yeah. It's like, how do you know that guy doesn't work at the factory and is in on the whole shebang? Yeah. Like, it just seemed like For that was you such know, a... you just got your head pulled off because that guy told yeah. on you. Yeah. And, like, the cheesiest, goofiest fucking, like, squishing noise as the head. Like, it was, it just felt like Nickelodeon, like, sound effect level of the head being pulled off. It was like... Yeah. Well, a lot of the kills here were cheesy, too. Like, And there wasn't enough of them. Like, not a lot of people died in this. And I think that yeah. was a shame. We should have killed more people. Yeah. More tests, more test subjects. I mean, like, if there's a way you're killing people, like, that's the whole premise of the movie. Yeah. You know, I mean, show it happening multiple times. Because we need know? to know what this atrocity on a large scale looks like, you know, right. and that's that's what, you know, those early kills should be building up to. Right. And, I mean, like, the, and the bots almost kind of did kills Michael Myers style, you know, or at least... Uh, what was that one teddy the 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 morgue girl okay who was supposed to be doing the getting information yeah. for for him and then yeah it's like drilled into her ear and then you don't even like show that yeah and like that would have been a cool gory kill we love that the shit. whole thing with the horror movie is like you know i'm not saying like come on i don't see that bitch's brains or whatever, but like a little bit I mean, it's a horror movie. It's, yeah. This is kind of the point, you know. What, what I mean? like is just that the we gotta we gotta figure out horror movie grading too. Yeah. We gotta. That's probably a pod of just like sitting here, just like okay, like you know. Anyway, but I, I love that the robot like knew the exact drawer that had this drill though, and that was like the only thing in that drawer was just this miscellaneous drill. Yeah, so convenient. Very convenient. Yeah, and also just the discovery of something else going on with this explosion at the exact millisecond that you know she gets killed it's like bitch have you not been staring at this thing for like four days at this point like how have you not pieced anything together until this exact second where they've come to find you and kill you yeah um <laughs> i just love that the hobo's like hey i ain't got no disease and then dan who's a doctor is like well it's enough vetting for me right uh I still don't know why uh, Bridget or whatever her name is honked. Like, they kind of made it look like it could have been an accident, but, like, it also kind of looked like she could have just been waiting for Ellie to walk by, and then she was like, and was like yeah. oh, I didn't mean to scare you. Well, what'd you mean to do? Yeah. It honestly would have been better if she was, like, she got walked out, like, just cracking up because she thought she was funny as shit, like she was just being a bitch. Yeah. Like, that would have been better than just, like, oops, my bad. I did it on purpose. I just have to apologize for it now. Yeah. Uh, I love that Dan stops the girl he's in bed with to ask if he is now a pedophile. <laughs> yeah, like, this was way too late in the game to be like, how old are you? And two, granted. Two bangs later. It it didn't really cross my mind, but I was like, you know what? She does look young as shit. Like, he guess, looks old, and she just looks, like, very teenagery. I guess, to me, like, if she's in, like, she's saying she's from L.A., and she's, like, in town, or whatever, like, and she's not accompanied by anybody else, I guess... It's pretty implied she'd be an adult. But. She didn't like look like a kid to me. Yeah, you know what I she mean? just looked young. But yeah, I'm sure there's, I'm sure there's people in jail right now that have the same <laughs> explanations. <so. laughs> they're listening to the podcast. They're like, "See <laughs> what Could I say? What I say?" 
Could happen to anyone. Uh, there's no way in hell that Dan makes that throw the mask onto the camera. Yeah. Fuck. No way in hell. Fuck off. Yeah. Fuck off. Um, See, what you don't know is that he uh, did a lot of sports growing up. You know, well, He's a so. big horseshoes guy. Yeah, big horseshoes. <laughs> so it transfers into Okay. Uh, that'd be pretty funny if after all that, the arm ended up taking him out. Just Dan on the side of the road, strangled by the yeah. severed arm of the robot. Yeah, death by stranger. Uh, and, you know, uh, yeah, called the headmaster of all TV, but we talked about that, so. That's, uh... That's all I got, man. That's that's roughly all I got. There was one thing I wanted to comment, and just with the uh, kind of like video game, like side questy setup of when they get to the motel and we kind of meet uh, uh, Bridget and uh, Buddy's family and everything. I was like, if this was a video game, like you would know, like like this guy, the motel owner, and Bridget, like these are three people that we're gonna have to follow up with and get side quests for because they're relevant to the main plot. Yeah. I was like, for some reason, that just felt like the most like video gamey setup of just like, oh, here's all these things in quick successions. Here's your new map markers. Quest status updated. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know why, but I just it it had me cracking up a little bit no, there. No, that's funny. And then those opening credits was something I meant to mention too was things like that. The the music accompanying the lines coming on the screen. It just went on for like way too long, I it felt did. like. Yeah. And yeah, we, we could have gotten there a lot faster. And I will say just in uh, kind of a final note of like the, the audio, like the really iconic soundtrack that comes from Halloween. And then just like nothing was really as cool in this one. There was a, a song that played in the beginning of the movie uh, after like that intro credit. Um, that was kind of like lit and really fun. But... There wasn't, like, that one thing that just kind of carried it through. And I know that's hard to have a hit, iconic mm-hmm. song, you know, for every movie that, that would have been planned, you know, I'm sure, for this yeah. kind of series. But uh, it was kind of a letdown. I just I was waiting for, like, a banger to come in and kind of be repeated heavily throughout, and we never got it. Well, and uh, it did sound like I, – I'm pretty sure uh, – I mean, obviously, we have the power of the Internet. We could look this up right now, but I'm just not going to. Sure. And I'm pretty sure it said John Carpenter composed this one. Okay. Which he also, if I'm remembering right, you know, wrote, directed, composed uh, the, you know, the first Halloween movie. Okay. Um, and I felt like you could definitely feel his signature on the comp, on the music, the soundtrack, effects, all that shit. Yeah. Right. Because of it definitely the way seemed like things were he like had those those sound effects, like you know, in Halloween where you know like michael's you know in the corner and you have that like Wah-na! you know whatever I, yeah, I can't mouth sounds aren't gonna do any justice to how how those are but uh and then in this movie every time one of those robots came around the corner or like you know he had to like duck down when he was running in the street you know they had some sort of like odd sound effect and it was it was like that it was like halloween when it came out but it was like it was 80s sure if that makes sense you know and that's so a hard like thing same to dude, nail and but get just right. in the 80s yeah. right so I, don't know, I thought that was interesting how you could just kind of feel his signature on it so gotcha. uh, anyway anything else no right well well thanks for watching or listening uh you know hit us up on the uh the instagram the twitters um Email us at consequencehotline, yahoo.com. Like, subscribe to us on the YouTube, uh, Spotify, Apple, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. 
And uh, thanks for being here. Check out uh, episode number 76 from last year for more, uh, you know, Halloween series content. And there's also other horror movies from that last year. And there's other horror movies this year coming up. Um, You know, so thank you and goodbye.